Debt, the big thing no one wants to talk about. And why would we? We all hate it, even though we all have it. And it's easier to just live our lives and pretend it's not there. But it's still there, and the stress of having debt is real. The truth is, more than 75% of millennials have debt, and the majority of it is from credit cards and student loans. We shouldn't be ashamed of it. We need to start talking about it because our debt does not define us. Our actions we take do. So in this episode of Ambition Pays Off, I'm sharing the lessons I've learned paying off over $200,000 in debt and how you can conquer your debt too. Welcome to Ambition Pays Off, a podcast that empowers dreamers and doers like you to grow a business that gives you the life and freedom you want and deserve. Hosted by me, Anna Conchar. Each week, I share my personal experience from making an idea into a six-figure side hustle, now a million-dollar business, so you can learn from my successes, mistakes, and aha moments. Your ambition has brought you here, and I am so glad it did. Now let's take action and make it pay off. In the last episode, I shared a little bit about my story with debt, and today we are going to take a deep dive. Debt was initially the reason why I started my side hustle and business. When my husband Sam and I graduated from grad school, we owed the amount of a very nice house in student loans, more than $200,000, and it weighed on me daily. I would not try to think about it, but it was constantly on my mind. I'd even have many freakouts that would ruin my day or week because I felt paralyzed. I felt paralyzed because I had no idea how we were going to pay it off without living in our parents' basement and eating ramen for the next five years. And I didn't want debt to hold me back from things in life like traveling, buying a home, or having kids. Even after I started my side hustle, I noticed that I wasn't taking actions that I needed or wanted to, to grow my business. It was holding me back because I was scared to invest, invest in my business, even though I knew it would help me get out of debt quicker. Looking back on this feeling, I know I am not alone, which is why today I'm going to break the rules and talk about money and debt. Because for us millennials, debt is a part of our daily lives. We started our careers in a recession, we work more hours for less money than generations before us, and collectively we owe more than a trillion dollars just in student loans. Now, I'm not complaining, I'm just simply stating our reality. And when you ignore it, the stress of it all only gets worse. So, how did I conquer my debt and how can you conquer yours? Well, first and foremost, step one is to realize that we all have it, so you shouldn't be ashamed of it. The truth is, more than 75% of millennials have debt, and the majority of that debt is from credit cards and student loans. Only two in every 10 millennials has a mortgage. So, step one is to realize we all have it, don't be ashamed of it. Step two is to actually figure out how much debt you have, and then reframe how you feel about it. 
In order to face your debt, you first have to be honest about how much you actually have. And then you can remove the cloud of shame and negativity around it. So bust out those credit card statements, log into your student loan portal, and figure out exactly how much you owe. This exercise is kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid. Painful, but necessary. Next, once you know how much you owe, it's time to reframe how you feel about your debt. Debt is inherently negative. But eventually, that negativity starts to warp into everyday experiences. One of the best things that I did to help me conquer the stress of my debt was writing it a thank you note. I know it sounds really silly, writing your debt a thank you note. But instead of thinking about how much we owed, I began focusing on all of the great things that debt had brought us. A house, friends, life experiences, knowledge. Seriously, if you feel stuck or stressed out about your debt, write it a thank you note. List out the positive things, people, and experiences it has given you. It will help you make that giant weight you're carrying a little bit smaller. It'll help you move forward and give you the courage to take action on pursuing more in your life and business. Step three to conquering your debt is recognizing the difference between an investment and debt. Now, the majority of my debt was from graduate school, but do I regret going to school? No. Do I think that there are some big problems with higher education? Absolutely. But I'm going to leave that rant for another time. There are things that are an investment, and then there are things that are just adding to your debt. For example, I spent money on coaching, bought online courses, and subscribed to software that I used in my business before I paid off my student loans. These were investments because they helped my business grow quicker, helping me pay off my debt and leave my full-time job faster. An investment is going to help you get to your goals quicker, faster, and easier. Now, that being said, your 10th pair of Lululemon yoga pants is not an investment. It's just adding to your debt. Step four in conquering your debt is to make a plan. Your debt does not define who you are, but your actions do. After you've figured out how much you owe, it's time to take action and figure out how you're going to pay it off. For this, you really only have two options. Okay, maybe three. (laughs) First, you can either reduce your spending, or you can increase your income, or you can do both. Personally, I'm a fan of the increase your income option, and if that's what you're leaning towards too, um, you can definitely make it happen, but sometimes making that happen isn't really clear. So if you want to increase your income but aren't sure really how, make sure to check out my free training on how to build a six-figure side hustle. You can access it now at anaconchart.com slash start a side hustle. Now, the reason why I lean towards increasing your income instead of reducing your spending is because life is short. I don't want to spend the next five years living in my in-laws basement eating ramen. So for me, increasing my income was the best choice for me. And if it's the best choice for you, 
make sure to check out that free training at anaconchar.com slash start a side hustle. Now, step five to conquering your debt is looking beyond your nine to five job. So if your plan is to increase your income, you're probably going to have to look beyond your day job because you don't control how big your raise will be or when you're going to get that promotion. But when you are your own boss, you control your income potential. That is why I am a huge believer in side hustles. Side hustles allow you to start your business without having the stress of your entire livelihood depending on the income that your business brings in. That being said, not all side hustles are created equal, and there are definitely ones that you should avoid, which is what I'm going to go over in the next episode. So remember, you are so much more than your debt. It doesn't define you or hold you back from being the person you want to be or build the business that you want to build. You can use it as the catalyst to actually motivate you to really go after what you want. Once I embrace this, everything changed. Now, for more tips like this, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Go conquer your debt. And until next time, stay ambitious. Thank you so much for listening today. You can take a deeper dive into the show notes of the episode or any episode at anaconchar.com. If you want to get more actionable tips each week on how to build a business you love and a life you desire in the quickest, easiest, and most stress-free way possible, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay ambitious.